college football officially kicked off this weekend, Michigan got some bad injury news, and several teams appointed true freshman quarterbacks as their week one starters. It's August 27th. My name is Connor Tapp, and you are listening to the 24-7 Sports Morning Blitz. Some bad news coming out of Ann Arbor this weekend as Michigan announced on Sunday that wide receiver Tariq Black has suffered a foot injury. Zach Shaw of the Michigan Insider joins us with the details. Zach, what is known at this point about the nature and severity of Black's injury? Well, I think the big thing, there is a lot of initial panic because obviously he missed 10 games last year with a foot fracture that uh, he had to have surgery on. So there's a lot of fear that initially he had re-aggravated that, which, I mean, as anyone who has followed sports, if you injure something twice pretty badly, uh, you might be looking at a career-ending sort of thing. But no, it was, it was his other foot. Uh, we're hearing foot. I've heard from two sources, uh, fracture. I think we're going to hear more from from Jim Harbaugh on that uh, tomorrow or Monday. Uh, but sounds like he's going to be out for a while. They're they're not quite sure. Michigan said they're they're not sure what the timetable is. But you know, anyone who's broken a bone could probably guess six ish weeks. Uh, so that means, you know, Wisconsin, Notre Dame, maybe even Michigan State and Penn State uh, could be, they could be without their uh, number one wide receiver. Through three games last year, he was certainly looking like uh, Michigan's number one wide receiver before he injured that other foot. Um, I mean, how big of a loss is this for Michigan? Obviously, they coped with him without him to a certain degree last year, but I think there was, there's some hope that Michigan will be taking a step forward off on offense, a big step forward. How much does this hurt uh, those hopes? Well, I think it hurts less than last year, but it still is a big loss. I mean, you know, it's, it's one of those things they like Donovan Peoples Jones, former five star recruit. They like Nico Collins, a former four star recruit who uh, we've heard has had the best fall camp. We heard before the injury he was having the best fall camp among the receivers. They have a senior Grant Perry and then a former twenty four seven top one hundred recruit in Alvin Martin. So there's there is uh, you know talent there, and they, there certainly are people to throw to, and that's not even counting the tight ends. And Michigan uses their tight ends about as well as anyone in the country. So, so in some ways there, there is, you know, alternative options to score, but I mean, you know, anytime you lose a number one wide receiver, you know, and they, they really felt like Tariq Black was that kind of guy. I mean, six foot three, six foot four, he put on about 10 pounds of muscle that, you know, helped shed defenders a little bit more. And he was going into that sophomore year. So I think it's, I think the receiving room is a little bit in better shape than it was last season, but it's still, I mean, this is probably someone, Shea Patterson, uh, was probably his number one target for much of fall camp. And now now they have to cope and, and find other ways to score. And as you mentioned, the expectations are higher. They don't want to go 8-5. and five. They were 3-0 and oh without or with Tariq Black last year. They were 5-5 five and five the rest of the way. So, you know, it, you know they don't want to lose. If they lose one or two games, they might, you know, before Black comes back, they might consider the season a disappointment. So, so there is ways... It, but it's it's still a pretty big loss. One of the standout themes of the uh, Amazon series on Michigan from last year was just Black having to deal with you know being the star of the offense through three weeks and then finding out that he's going to have to miss the rest of the mm-hmm. season and just the emotional toll that that took on him. What, do you have any? I guess you probably guys probably haven't gotten to talk to him since this news came out. But we actually been, talked to him. Well, we talked to him before the injury, and it was it, this is kind of I assume this is where you were going. He was talking about how relieved he was to just be playing football, not worry about his health, you know, just be back to playing the game he loves and helping the team. And then it's like three days later, 
uh, he has this. And, and, you know, I know uh, his, his general sentiments from, from talking to people uh, around the program, he's really heartbroken. You know, this is, it's just hard to go through it. And especially in a, you know, he, I'm sure he's grateful. It's not the same, but it, you know, in a similar situation as last year, you know, to do it all over again. I mean, that's, that's very draining. Uh, certainly, I mean, football, you know, we can talk box scores and his contributions and everything. I just feel bad for him as a person because uh, certainly, certainly would hate to spend, you know, 10 months trying to come back and then a week before the season, you're asked to do it again. Yeah, definitely. All right, Zach Shaw covers Wolverines football for the Michigan Insider. You can find him on Twitter at underscore Zach Shaw. Thanks, Zach. Yep, appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. There were four contests involving FBS teams on Saturday in what some have dubbed Week Zero of the college football season. UMass opened proceedings with a 63-15 drubbing of Duquesne, and Wyoming closed it out with a comprehensive 29-7 beatdown of New Mexico State, which was playing its first game as an independent after leaving the Sun Belt at the conclusion of last season. In between those games, Rice defeated Prairie View with a game-winning field goal on the final play of the game, and double-digit underdog Hawaii upset Colorado State 43-34. FBS action resumes this Thursday with a busy but uninspired slate of matchups, and I'm not exaggerating, folks, UCF versus UConn is far and away the best game on the card. One last note we wanted to make you aware of before we let you go was that Nebraska and Southern California both named their week one starters, and what do they have in common? Both are true freshmen. Adrian Martinez and JT Daniels join a growing list of true freshman quarterback starters that includes Sam Hartman at Wake Forest, Art Sitowski at Rutgers, and Zach Anikstead at Minnesota. Daniels getting the nod at USC is especially interesting when you consider that if he had not reclassified to the class of 2018, he'd still be enrolled at Mater D High School. For Nebraska, Martinez will become the first true freshman quarterback to start week one in the 128-year history of that program. The Morning Blitz is a daily podcast, so we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning breaking down the biggest college football stories of the day in a tidy 10 to 15 minute package. You can subscribe to The Morning Blitz on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts.